Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Home Builders. We're going to go ahead and uh, get started. Turn to Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18. We're going through a series on the questions that Jesus asked, specifically surrounding the resurrection, the death, burial, resurrection of Christ. And this obviously is not in relationship to that. But it's a question that Jesus asked, and I want to hopefully will challenge all of us today uh, as we uh, consider this. Luke 18, starting at verse 35. Luke 18, verse 35. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth. Is passing by. He called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. That's an important phrase here. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked him, now this is the question that I would like to pose to all of us this morning. What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? And here was his response. Lord, I want to see, he replied. Jesus said to him, receive your, your sight. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they praised God. Then it just moves on. It goes on to the story of Zacchaeus. I think this is an interesting perspective here as we, we start this off because what do you want me to do for you? I want my sight. Okay. You got your sight. Now the question I asked this morning, now that was, see the thing is, is that was his immediate specific need, right? It was the thing that overwhelmed his life. Everything revolved around his inability to see. And so his entire life was wrapped up in this one key idea or concern. One issue, my sight. I can't see. I have to be helped everywhere I go. I have to beg. And now I have my sight. I'm good. And the question that I have is, was he really good? He just went along and he believed that God could heal him. And, okay, that's great. But once he gets his sight, then what? Then what's going to happen? 
What's going to be the issue that we're going to have to face in relationship to? What about the next day? Okay, now you've got your sight. How happy are you? Awesome. Then the next day. Awesome. The next day. Pretty good. Two weeks later. I'm still good. Now I got to get a job. I've been begging. Now I got to get a job because they're not going to give me any money because I, I have my sight now. I, I got a problem. <laughs> I was able to beg because I had an eyesight problem. Now I don't. Now what do I do? Is his immediate need was that really his ultimate need? See, sometimes Jesus gives us exactly what we ask for. He gives us exactly what we ask for. Is that exactly really what we need? Is sight alone? Yeah, it's an awesome thing. It's great. And yet at the same time, we question this reality of what's going on. Is that really his greatest need? And was it truly satisfying? The answer is no. That's not ultimately what's going to satisfy him. And so because of that, because of this reality, Jesus gave him exactly what he asked for. And nothing more. And he just moves on and meets Zacchaeus. Here's the question for us as we begin our class today. What are you asking from God? And is it really what you need? Is it really what we need? We ask things from God. But as Pastor Charles taught us today, do we really have an eternal perspective on what we're asking for? Let's pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace. Thank you for everyone who's taken time today on this beautiful day to be here, uh, to, to listen to your word. And I pray that we will be an encouragement to each other, will be a blessing to each other. Thank you for their faithfulness, and I pray for those that couldn't be here today because of uh, many different reasons. Some who are traveling, some who are sick. Uh, Lord, I do pray for David Kim Smith, who is struggling with health, and, and Tim and Vicki, who are in Pennsylvania, helping their dad. And God, there's just so many that are doing things right now. I pray your blessing upon them. Bring them back safely to us again, uh, and I pray that we'll just have a great day today. But Lord, above all, help us to remember when we ask. Help us to not ask for the wrong things, but to have an eternal perspective on our prayers. Pray your blessing upon class and everyone who takes so much time to serve and work in here. And I pray that you would just honor and glor be honored and glorified by everything said and done in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you. Come on up. I'm with the Lynchburg Fire Department. Um, and you guys, your group donated a bunch of snacks and goodies to us in these huge baskets. And so I brought a thank you card and I just wanted to thank you guys so much. And um, I'm at Station 4, which is um, off of Rivermont. And um, yeah, so we, um, some days it's pretty busy and we don't get the chance to eat. And um, the department actually recently supplied us with our own little, like little backpack um, things. And we have uh, like COVID supplies, like masks and things like that in there. But we all were like, the number one thing is snacks, right? So, so we all have gone through and like picked out, and there was such a, a great variety, and there was some health stuff for some of 
the crazy people that don't like some of the good stuff. And so there was really just something for everybody. And we just really wanted to say thank you so much. And um, yeah, we really appreciate that. And then I talked to a couple of the other um, departments, other stations, and um, they, uh, one of them actually went on uh, the death of a child this week. and. Some, and so they were just talking to me because I brought the card around for everyone to sign and they were like, you know, the other day, like that call just hit at just the right time in the day of the fact that um, like it, they weren't able to have lunch afterwards and then, you know, you have to do debriefing after things like that. And um, just to be able to have something to kind of just grab and, and hold you over or if you're kind of in that moment of, um, sadness and trying to process those things and you don't really want like a heavy meal and certainly well no one wants to eat my cooking because we'll all end up in the back of an ambulance and it won't be for work but so anyway I just really wanted to say thank you guys so much and thank you for your prayers and just keeping us in mind so um, yeah so thank you guys so much I hope you have a good day Meg can I get a couple ladies to come around her and uh, lay your hands on her? And I just want to have a special word of prayer over her and our Lynchburg Fire Department and all of those that serve with them. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you for our first responders. Thank you for, again, uh, Lord, all of those who serve with her, who have to deal with tragic Fires, situations where they have to respond to families, as this uh, past week with the death of a child. Lord, they experience things that, Lord, for many of us would create PTSD. God, that you have, I pray that you would wrap your arms of love and protection around them, keep them safe. In the name of the Lord Jesus, would you fill them with your love and your mercy and your grace? And God, I pray that you would sustain them. I pray that you would encourage them and help us to continue to be an encouragement to those who serve us. Lord, we thank you for the sacrifices that they make, the difficulty, the challenges that becomes within their own families. And Lord, I pray that you would just continue to sustain them, meet their needs, Lord. And above all, may your word and your truth permeate their lives so that those who may be serving us may ultimately know that Jesus ultimately serve them by dying on the cross for their sins that they may be saved and that they, they may know you for eternity. God, I pray your love and merciful arms to wrap around them in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 We love so you. Thank you. Yep, Sorry, I don't want to take up too much of Um, But I just want to say, like, just having that again is also just an encouragement for people um, that Sadly, there are people in our job that have been jaded over the years of, of seeing tragedies, and they've either turned their backs on God or they um, don't know the Lord. And um, and then there are people who are struggling personally or at home um, with mental health challenges. This job just takes a toll on you. It, it doesn't take a toll on you. Um, mentally or your body and just being tired. Um, I'm on a 48-hour shift right now, and um, 
just sometimes like that can be, it takes time away. I'm missing my dad's retirement party today. And um, it's just so great to know that there are people that are praying for us and that, um, that you are showing God's love through that and through just even thinking about us and then having the note that, um, that you guys put in there that we're welcome to come to this church. Uh, I know that um, another church has done that and one of the guys said um, that one day just after a bad, bad really bad shift, he um, decided he was gonna come and go to that church because he felt welcomed because they made you know that effort and so um, I would just encourage you that if even if you don't know someone might be here they might be in the back they might not be in uniform um, but that just really shows that they're welcome here and that I feel welcome here and I just thank you so much. Thank you.